hopefully it stays this way. Knock on wood. I ain't got no wood up by me. Pause. But um, I anyways, got some wood on me. <laughs> hey yo, <laughs> hey yo, um, sir. And if you ain't fucking with this podcast, then you're just a bitch ass trick. Welcome back to another episode of Save for the Pod, episode number 83. Me and Phil in this bitch holding it down. Yes, sir. It's the Zach and Phil show, motherfuckers. Yes, sir. So you know when it's just me and Phil on this bitch, it's going to get a little a little reckless, a little wild. Um, we was talking a little reckless before we started recording. Obviously, I cut it out. Um, but Luke, unfortunately, wasn't able to make this episode. He back home with his parents, spending some quality time with them. And AJ just made it back to Florida, but of course, Phil had to have an early episode today. And why is that, Phil? Luke had to have an early episode. Oh, yeah, sorry. But no, but you Initially, also, it was yeah, Luke, Luke, and so yeah, I agreed yeah. to an early episode. And then I got word today that our practices got, um, we having a 6.45 a.m. fighting team practice because we got two two fighters fighting tomorrow. So so that's why I got had, I prefer earlier because um I gotta get up at six forty six o'clock tomorrow for six forty five Saturday practice. Got you, got you. But outside of that, how's your week been? How's life? How's your mentals? How's your chickens? All that. Week is good, other than work stressing me out, bro. There's just so much shit going on at work. Um, but other than that, can't complain, bro. Training had some good training sessions this week. Spent some good QT. You know how that go. What about you? Got you. Uh, we've been cool. Um, so one of the early topics we'll talk about is we had the hurricane that hit. So I had a day where I got to work home, work from home. You had a day where you got to work virtual as well, mm-hmm. correct? Um, so that that day was very much needed. Um, outside of that, I mean, work been work been whatever. Today I just felt out of it though, and I felt bad because. I feel like my students, they definitely fuck with me and they know my personality at this point, but I definitely think that some of them find me intimidating and think that I'm mean, but they just know that I keep it real. Like, I joke around with them, but I also, like, just like how you brutally honest and just say shit, and I'm like, Phil, you can't say it like that. That's how I be with my students in a sort of kind of way. Um, like, they'll do some dumb shit, and I'll call it out right away. I don't beat around the bush. And some of them, they begin a little bit embarrassed and uncomfortable, but I just keep it real with them. And I, I want them to know that I could be honest with them. They could be honest with me. And it's not going to be no bullshit or anything like that. So, But anyways, we had a meeting today, and I just I wasn't feeling it at all. So I kind of just cut the meeting early and left work early without really giving any type <laughs> of heads up to anybody. But on Friday, people kind of just leave early anyway, so it is what it is. But yeah we've been we've been cool you being seen as intimidating is hilarious it is it is <laughs> that is so funny i don't know i think it's just at work i like you know i'm never really serious mm-hmm. and I, I i i guess at work i don't want to be seen as the dude that's constantly joking all the time and immature so maybe i just put on like this front or this mask and my dog put on a serious face <laughs> like i'm zachary and today it's the day yeah but also a lot of times i just be annoyed at work so that that's kind of why i feel like that too bro because um i was i worked virtually from the hurricane mm-hmm. like so they like oh you you guys need to call shops so of course i'm calling shops they're not doing shit yeah they off too so then you get 
backloaded with all this work and mm-hmm. missing assignments. So yeah. I had a customer call me incompetent today only for him. Oh, word. Yeah, only for my supervisor to reiterate everything I did. He, he said that straight up. He said you're incompetent. Well, he told the, the file owner. And the okay. file owner told me, he was like, oh, he thinks you're incompetent because <laughs> the dealer wrote an estimate that I didn't agree with. Yeah. So I didn't write for none of the stuff that they wrote for because they didn't prove yeah, it yeah, was damaged. Yeah. And so then my supervisor got involved, told him everything that I, like I did everything right. And now he's like, oh, yeah, you got to handle this with care. And I'm just like, man, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, man, this is like all day. It's just been issues, people calling nonstop. And then yeah. I got a coworker that's going to be going on next week. So. I'm his team partner, mm-hmm. so all his voicemails and customer calls go to me, and I already get like 15, 20 calls a day, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I don't like working with people anymore, bro. I just want to do my job and go home, which is why I yeah. enjoy my last position more, because I didn't yeah. have to talk to people too much. Yeah, I'm I'm glad I'm not in any type of like sales or customer service or anything like that, but dealing with college students is not the greatest and definitely gets on my nerves a lot of the time, but... Anyways, um, kind of alluded to it. So Hurricane Ian, it hit Florida, and now we're it's like in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Right it's in the Carolinas. Yeah. So people always super concerned with us down in South Florida, in Miami at least. We got nothing. We got a little bit of heavy rain and wind here and there, but nothing too crazy. In Broward, it got hit with some tornadoes. Yeah, yeah, y'all got hit with some tornadoes. If we got hit with tornadoes, high winds, rains, um, but even where I was at, it wasn't too crazy that yeah. like I was startled or anything. Mm-hmm. But it's always just funny because you know my family's not from Florida, so yeah, they used to them derechos. Yeah, or whenever we get a hurricane, they mm-hmm. just all call and they're like, "Are you good?" And I'll be thinking yeah. to myself, "Y'all don't watch the Weather Channel." <laughs> Because yeah. it's clearly above Exactly, us. yeah. That's same with, like, Tatiana's family and people, like, from old jobs and whatnot. They're all like, Zach, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. And I, and I keep telling them. like, And I feel like they think, like, hurricanes just sit on us for days and days and days. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Camera just shut off. Uh-oh. Technical difficulties. Boom, 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 boom. Sorry about that. People forgot to delete all the footage from the last podcast. But, um, yeah, I was just saying that pe- I feel like people from the Midwest, they think that the hurricanes just sit on us for days and days and days. It's literally like, what, a couple of, well, it depends on how the, the track of the hurricane yeah. is. It, but typically for us, it's like a. It's a day or two. Not e- No, not even. Really? It's, it's like hours, like eight hours or so at max, I feel like. Well, a lot of times they go through the night, though, so I feel like that mm-hmm. counts as a yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just I always I always appreciate the concerns, even though I'm like in my back of my mind, I'm like, if you just look at the weather channel, yeah. you know I'm not in the track yeah. of the hurricane. But it's just like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Aunts called me, so it always feels good. Yeah. So on the east side of Florida, we call it South Florida down in here in uh South Florida. Um, so we're on the east coast and the west coast. They call that Southwest Florida, but that's where it truly got bad. So like Fort Myers area, Naples area. They got fucked yeah, up. Yeah, they got hit bad. Yeah. That whole in that whole pier in Fort Myers got knocked down. Yeah, so buildings destroyed, hella flooding. The videos that you see are insane. Like you'll see like thirty minute time lapses of like water surges just coming in, flooding up the streets. Uh you see um, like you said, roads got fucked up, bridges got torn up. It was like the bridge to Sanibel Island or some shit got like that. Down. That's completely destroyed. The like, pier is destroyed. That yeah. was on Fort Myers Beach. The pier fucked up. That whole pier, all the restaurants and like everything on the pier is fucked up. It, 
it was uh, interesting watching one of the videos of the the surges taking the water from North Florida. Yeah. And like the the inlets in North Florida was like depleted. Yeah. Because bringing all the water I, down. You probably saw it from like Tampa. That's probably what yeah. it was. Yeah. So Tampa, that's what I think everyone going into this thought was going to get the brunt of this storm. But it, Tampa, from what I hear, wasn't really too bad. It was just like four miles. Orlando, I had a lot of flooding from what I hear. And the Kissimmee area. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And no but, power. Yeah, yeah. So I have a student who's from Fort Myers. She said her family's all good, which is great to hear. But she was like, yeah, I honestly think we'll be out of power for like weeks or months or so. So I don't know. We'll, we'll kind of see how that goes. I'm not religious, but for those that are, I'm sure they'll say prayers to, hold on, I, I need to get Kobe out of here. Sorry about all the distractions, people, but we smooth sailing from here on out. Um, but yeah, they would say uh, prayers up to Fort Myers and all them, and hopefully the Carolinas don't get it too bad. And hopefully for the rest of this hurricane season, we don't get too much. Um, also, I know you're not from down here, mm -hmm. but have you ever heard of a fucking king uh, tide before? Like, have you seen the videos today of, of the king tide in Miami? No, what's that? So it's like a super tide, and like South Beach, like within minutes, just all the water, like obviously, you know, there's the water, there's the beach sand area, like you know on South Beach where it's like, I'm, try, I'm trying to think how to describe it, like you have like the bushes, you walk through the little path, then you get onto the beach, like mm -hmm. the water was essentially all the way up to there from the super tide, or the king tide. Like, this shit crazy. I don't think it has anything to do with the hurricane. From what I read, it's not hurricane-related. Um, I think it's just something that kind of happens every so often. But Mother Nature not playing around right now, bro. Nah, man. We'll see what happens. And they saying Florida is soon going to be underwater, and this might just be the, the, the beginning of it. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully no hey, more hurricanes. I, I be telling uh, Danny, um, every time there's supposed to be a bad hurricane, it over it goes over South Florida because South Florida is where all the real money's at in Florida. Yeah. So that's when they turn on the weather machines. <laughs> that's my conspiracy. They turn yeah, on the weather facts, machines and push it, facts, push it facts, elsewhere facts, in the state. Facts. Yeah, because I feel like South, South Florida, like Miami area at least, as far as even I know, even yeah, kind of Palm Beach County down. Yeah, we so haven't had any bad storms. St. Andrews, that was or wow, Hurricane is that my dumbass in St. Andrews? Hurricane Andrews was a really bad one, but that was in like ninety two, ninety three, I think it was. Since then, we've had some like decently bad ones. Two thousand four, I remember, um, and it was a meme going around that there were like the three hurricanes that we had that shut down school for a minute, but there hasn't been anything like brutal nothing bad since yeah. i've been here and since I've been you've been here for sure yeah. yeah so hopefully it stays this way knock on wood i ain't got no wood up by me pause but um I anyways some wood on me <laughs> hey <laughs> yo <laughs> hey yo um sir sir <laughs> get me that wood <laughs> um so i don't know if you know who adnan syed is do you know who he is no. so have you ever heard of the serial podcast no damn bro you sleep so podcasting obviously is kind of like a within the last 10 years i'll say is something that blew up like within like five to ten years it kind of blew up and one of the podcasts that was like top top of the charts top tier was a serial podcast serial podcast it was about it started off with this story adnan syed 
um he got accused of murdering his girlfriend uh Eamon Lee or some shit like Hayden Lee I forget what her name was um but he's like Muslim or something like that she was Asian they were high school sweethearts they were still in high school he got accused of killing her and that's what they um did the podcast on mm-hmm. because even though he had been in jail I think at this point like 20 plus years um there was no true evidence to say whether he did it or had he not done it. Um, and this podcast kind of like re-brought up this trial, brought up a bunch of new information. There was an HBO documentary. I think I might have talked about it on the early pod. Um, mm-hmm. And I forget what that was called. But there's been like other podcasts, other documentaries, like a bunch of shit just about this trial because there was no true evidence Nobody knows, did this nigga do it or not? Um, and it, it, is, it is a pretty interesting story. Tatiana, of course, she's super into true crime. Um, so I think I told her about it, but she's followed it to this day. She's read court documents, all this shit about the trial. Um, and so just recently, I feel like because all this shit has come up with the HBO docs and podcasts, they finally, I guess, acquitted him um, or wrong her let him go for wrongful conviction or they didn't have enough information and just let this nigga go. But it's kind of good to hear again. Nobody knows whether he did it or not. Mm -hmm. I think the consensus is we don't think that he did it, but it's just nice that they finally did. I think, I think this took place in like Baltimore or somewhere in Maryland. So yeah, I know you're not like a super crime true crime junkie but the serial podcast it was a really really good podcast i mean i guess i like true crime uh, documentaries yeah so i don't know what i am i just like i like i don't know history got you but um yeah shout out uh adnan syed and his his release um it, it's always crazy to me about these people that get wrongfully convicted um, and how, I mean, there are sometimes they, they end up paying the victims for the wrongful convictions, mm-hmm. but I feel like the money is never enough. Like you can't really pay back somebody for their time that they've lost. And it's always like people that have been in jail for like 20 years. It's not like, oh, you've been in jail three years. We'll pay you like 20 years of my life, bro. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I just read it was either on say cheese or at, um, Chicago media takeout that a guy just was awarded $9 million because yeah. he was wrongfully I convicted for 23 years. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, damn, that's a lot of money, but still, I don't know, 23 years, that's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole life. He said nine mil? Nine, nine mil. mil for 23 years? <laughs> yep. Do you think, do you think you, like, if you knew going in, you'd be able to get nine mil after, could you do 23 years? It's not, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so don't either. Because your experience in those twenty three years, you like, you yeah. can't put a value on. Yeah, that. and we don't know if that nigga had like family, kids, anything and like that. Yo, so twenty three years in the pen, you come, you definitely slept with a nigga. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> Ain't no way. <laughs> Any nigga that got more than two to three years, they sleeping with niggas, Jay. So, so that means if you had ten years, you fucking a nigga. How long you think? It's not, <laughs> it's not that I consciously gonna fuck a nigga, but I just tend to think that you how probably long, got sexually assaulted within those ten years. How long you think it's gonna take you to break down? It's either you got sexually assaulted. Hold on, an- answer answer my question. How long you think? How long you I think it's gonna think, take for you to break, break down? down 
I don't, it's like I said, it's either you guys sexually assaulted or you sexually assaulted somebody. Honestly, I don't even think you'd break down. Not so much because it's like you don't want to fuck a nigga. It's just like I got to prove everybody else wrong. Because at the end of the day, that's the only mentality I feel like you have. It's I need to prove people wrong. It's not like I want to live my life because this is how I want to live it. It's just I need to prove <laughs> people wrong. Prove these niggas wrong. That's Phil. Don't doubt me. Exactly. So I feel like you might not ever break down in jail because it's just like, nah, I got to prove to Zach that I'm never going to fuck a nigga. I got to prove to all these niggas. I ain't coming out here gay. <laughs> not, 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 and we're not gay bashing, but it ain't my cup of tea. Exactly, exactly. So <laughs> this was a question that Tatiana had. You ended up changing it, so we'll do your question. We could do her but, question, but it was, I felt like it was worded wrong. No, it was worded correctly. Because it made no sense to me, and I could be slow. It made 100% <laughs> All right, sense ask me the, Ask me her question. So it then. says, if your significant other and your mom or dad switched bodies, and the only way to switch them back was to sleep with one of them, um, who would it be? And I actually accidentally copied and pasted some other shit in here. So, so it's do, like, do you get what it's asking? So like if your mom and Danny switched bodies and the only way to switch them back to their initial bodies was to sleep with Danny in my mom's body or vice versa. Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> it is. sick. <laughs> it is 100 percent sick. And Tatiana, I love you. I don't think I could even answer this question. But what was your question? Because I stopped paying attention at that point. I was saying that um, if your significant other switched bodies with your parents, so let's say uh, Tatiana switched with switched bodies, she was. If your significant other switched bodies with had to switch bodies with one of your friends, parents, okay, one of your friends, who parents. would you have them switch with? Because initially, you pretty much saying which one of your friend's parents you would sleep yeah. with. Well, that's back. that's easy. Like, I'm still going to sleep with Tatiana's body with my friend's parents' mind. And, like, that's, it's not Tatiana. It's not. It's Tatiana's body and their, your friend's parents. Well, So Tatiana's, like, spirit in and, my parents' body. And your and friend's, friend's parents', parents body. body. I mean, I still, no disrespect to you and your mom or any of the other guys or any of my friends that's listening, no disrespect to y'all, but that's, yes, I would do that. In I would too. To switch them back. But the initial one that Tatiana I would asked, not, that's tough. yeah, and Adam, he answered that and I agree with Adam. I'm just disappearing at night and you'll never see me again. I'm not switching y'all back. They gonna have to talk it up. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> sleeping with my mom's body that's disgusting and then i'm not gonna sleep with tatiana with my mom's like brain inside of her and now my mom knows how great i clap cheeks there's (laughs) (laughs) there's there's no way i'm fucking doing that and then they switch back and my mom has to remember that forever what if it's your mom's spirit tati's body but like does is it like tati's body in your mom's voice and stuff mannerisms because then that's kind of creepy yeah, we'll still say... Because it's just her body is technically not incest. No, yeah, but still, when they switch back, now your mom remembers everything that took place. She knows you clap cheeks. Exactly. I don't need my mom knowing how great my cheek clapping <laughs> abilities are. 
Yeah, that's a wild question. That <laughs> yeah, is a so, wild. I was like, yo, this is that's that's Tatiana's I, white side coming out for sure. I don't know how I feel about this, Tater. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. And then the, the fucked up thing is, I know if I were to ask Tatiana the same question, she'd be like, I'm not answering that because also she fucking hates her dad, so she's not gonna. Even though she says I kind of remind her or her mom said that i kind of remind her of her dad that's funny because um, she hates your ass too yeah that is that is very true but tatiana also reminds me of my mom but either way neither one of us are ever taking part in that situation she's a sick individual for making that <laughs> question tati yeah. you're sick yeah i actually am kind of curious to know what she'd say but i'm not gonna call her out here for all that um so did you have a question of the week or no no i didn't I didn't prepare. I ain't going to hold you. That's fine. Get off your chest. What you got to get off your chest? We're going to fucking finish this episode in like 20 minutes. Oh, no. We talking shit. What I got to get off my chest? I don't got nothing to get off my chest. I got a lot of good shit that I've seen this week, but nothing to get off my chest. Okay. Other than like, oh, no. You know what's funny? Mm. My supervisor is very direct. And I appreciate his directness, but low-key making me feel like I'm dumb as shit. And I don't know so? if I like that. How so? Because the way he explains shit make me feel like I'm stupid. He's like, oh, we talked about this. And I'm like, no, nigga. We yeah. off talked about this. And then he'll do shit. And he'll be like, oh, you were supposed to replace this. And it'd be replaced. So then I delete yeah. the replace. And I'm like, oh, repair it. And he's like, oh, no, we got to replace this. I'm like, nigga, I have replaced the first <laughs> time. And you told me to repair yeah. it. Then you went back and said, let's replace it. Yeah. So it's just like, my supervisor is an interesting dude. So also, does he... Is it like what is the organizational tree? Is it him and then like are you his only subordinate? No, no, there's I guess? no. He has a team, so okay. he's a team. Like he supervises like four or five of us. Okay. Um. Does he talk to other people like that? I'm sure he does. Okay. That's just his style. And he gotcha. talked about me. He like he asked me about. It. He was like, "Well, what do you think about my supervisor style?" And I'm like, "Well, it it's it is what it is." Yeah. Because it's not like even if I tell you to change it, you're not going to change it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's who you are. That's who you are. So I'll adjust to you. I don't need you to change your style for me. I'll just yeah. adjust your style. So that's what I kind of told him. He was like, but, I mean, if it's not working, I'm like, eh, it's off working. Yeah. I'm like, you just got to repeat yourself a lot. That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, um, like, I feel like my boss is not that way. He, like, he, my boss just likes to fucking micromanage. That's, that's his issue. Like, if he didn't do that, I'd have so much less stress. But a lot of times he'd be asking me to, to do shit, kind of like what you were saying. And, like, I've been did it already. Like, you don't need to check up on every single thing. Like, clearly you're noticing a pattern of you asking me, hey, Zach, like, oh, I just thought about this. Um, make sure that this is done. Bro, I already did it. Like, you don't, need to, you don't need to keep checking up on me. And you've essentially made this my program now. You worry about what you need to worry about. And let me handle my thing. I got this. Now, folks be like, mm, this is wrong. And I'm like, all right. And he'd be like, all right, we'll See, do it that this would, way. See, that would piss me the fuck off. Like, yeah, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. We need to yeah. do it this way. We talked about this. And then he'll be like, oh, put this in the notes. So I'll put it in the notes, and then he'll be like, it's all wrong. Mm-hmm. You didn't write it like this. I'm like, nigga, I wrote it. Yeah. I just didn't write it how you would write it. Yeah. I wrote it, in, and I simplify everything. So I make everything super simple. He wants me to, like, overcomplicate it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, nah, I can't do that, fam. Got you. So that, that's, I got to get that off my chest. Is like learning how to... It's adjusting to a new supervisor. Like, mm. this is the first time since I've been at my current job where it's like, it's not that we don't get along. It's just that I'm not keen to his supervisor style. 
So it's like all my other supervisors are super hands off. Yeah. In the past, they're super hands off, and he's like a stickler, a super stickler. And I'm Got not used you. to being having a stickler as a supervisor. Yeah, I don't think I've ever really had that. That shit would drive me nuts. It's it's different, bro. Because I'm like, all right. Because then I'm like, I'll do something to alleviate a problem, mm-hmm. and he'll exacerbate the problem, and yes. then go back and alleviate <laughs> the problem for what I did from the beginning. And yeah. I'm like, bro. Yeah. Like I did that in the beginning. And oh. you told me to do it differently, and now it's like an issue, and then we end up doing what I did in the beginning. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, fam. Like, because he's so stickler, and like, he's trying to save every single dollar. And yeah. I'm like, sometimes you just got to just replace the shit just to get him off your back. You feel me? <laughs> nah, some shit, and this actually is a get it off your chest. Some shit that my boss does that drives me up a fucking wall is kind of same thing you're saying he wants it a certain type of way like his way it doesn't even need to be the right way it just needs to be his way so a lot of times like maybe i'll create a flyer and again he used to be in my position so everything i know how to do he knows how to do yeah we may have different ways of doing it but he knows how to do everything i know how to do right so i'll maybe submit something or send him something and be like oh what do you think and it might be like a two-second fix on like Illustrator or some shit like that. And he'll be like, oh, you should change this or whatever. Actually, it won't even be like, what do you think? It'll just be some some shit that I already submitted or posted. And it'll be like, oh, I noticed that this date was incorrect. I'm just throwing out an example. And he'll be like, can you change it? This nigga could easily change that shit on his... It would take him faster for him to change it by himself instead of him messaging me on Microsoft Teams, emailing me, or walking over to my office and me like, hey, can you change this? Just do it yourself, bro. Like, don't come to me. I get if it's like a constant issue, but it'll happen every once in a... You get what I'm saying? Oh, no, like, it'll happen you. every once in a while, and he'll go out of his way to tell me to change some shit that he could have just changed himself, and it would have taken way faster and just alleviated way more issues had he just done it himself. Mm. And that shit drives me fucking nuts, bro. Like, I be wanting... I, I love my boss, and I know he'll never watch this, but sometimes I be wanting to... <laughs> Let's jump his ass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I actually do got a question a week now, and I thought about it. Go ahead. If you could change the system to make the world better, what would, it, what would you change? If I could change the system... Change a system or change something. It. I make would make... Better. People would still find some kind of roundabout way, but I would make money obsolete. That was mine too. Really? That was exactly. I was, that was like mine one hundred percent. I was yeah. say I'd make money obsolete and go to a brick and mortar system. You mean a barter system? A barter system. Yeah. yeah. Like I just, I, <laughs> I'm thinking of stores. <laughs> I'm thinking of fucking a barter no, system that's, that's where it's ex- like we just exchange yeah, like, like stuff, trades and skill sets yeah. and all that stuff. Now I completely agree. Um, I mean. Is it nice, even though I'm not a rich person, You, kn- if we talking financially, neither one of us are rich people. I'm broke, bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> neither one of us are rich people. And it would be nice to get to that place at some point. But I think we could all agree that money causes way more issues than it does cause good. Yeah, I think money is causes, I think money supersedes like racism. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. why I would change it because and money, like, I feel like, is kind of tied into engraved in racism. Yeah, it's like we treat humanity would treat each other so much more if 
money wasn't the motivation. Yeah. Things. It was just like, oh, we just live in life. And hey, you need food? Cool. I can trade you some wood for some food. Yeah. I also think I get why it's in place. But schooling, I'm not saying get rid of schooling and teaching per se, but as far as like grading skills and like requiring like certain test scores and shit like that, like just teach people what they're good at. Well, not even that. Just teach people for the sake of teaching people. Don't teach them for the sake of like having to reach a certain score. Like if a person... Like, say you had a class or whatever, and you just taught people. There was never tests or anything like that. Like, it's up to the person to kind of gain all that knowledge mm-hmm. and do what they want with it in life instead of making sure that they have that skill set. Like, if they don't have that skill set leaving your class, that's on them. But don't make it like a standard, like, all right, you have to pass this t- this test so then I can send you out into the world. You get what I'm saying? That makes sense. You know what I would do? I'd get rid of prereqs in college. Yeah, I actually agree with that. Because I don't think, I mean, I, in some instances they help depending on the prereqs you take. But for the most part, if it was like you came to college and was like, yo, I want to be an engineer. And exactly. all I want to do is take engineering classes and be really good at engineering. Yeah, but now you got to take a fucking yoga class for whatever yeah, reason. Or you got to take like a language or arts class. Mm-hmm. And I get that it helps broaden your thinking, yes. but if all you want to do is do engineering, I'd be like, all right, cool. Two years, here's your curriculum passing and go be an engineer. Now, if you struggle with people skills outside of college, well, that's your fault because you didn't want to take nothing to tighten up your people skills. Yeah. Yeah. And then last thing, kind of going off the money thing, I had tweeted about this a while ago. Um, AJ responded as well. But I wish... If we did have a money system that you were able to garnish that finance and money by being just being a good person instead of being this shiesty ass nigga or someone that was great in school, I wish just being a good person you could you could make money. So like I think it's the Japanese or the Chinese social economy that they're trying to create, where it's like I'm pretty sure it might be I think it's Japanese, but it's like you kind of progress in life for doing the right thing so not breaking really? laws um paying taxes on bro time, i would like be that. a fucking millionaire are you shitting me it's like a social currency yeah look into it wow i definitely yeah. need to move to japan that actually makes me think of a uh black mirror did you watch black mirror or no do you remember a bit of it there was one episode where people were like trying to maintain like a five-star lifestyle like they were just by being like good people and doing everything um and the story of the episode was like the girl was kind of being fake just to try to get the five stars but like if that was a real thing where you could just be a five-star person by being good and that's how you made your money bro i like i said i'd be a fucking yeah i'm pretty sure it's it's one in the asian countries, but i think it's japan yeah because they're big on like law and order and mm-hmm. like you know society and taking care of each like they're really um i think it's homogeneous homogeneous i don't know yeah but i'm pretty sure they have a social currency system where they're trying okay. to implement one where it's like you get rewarded for being a good citizen i definitely need to check that out mm-hmm. um but anyways uh so that's all you have for get it off your chest yeah best thing you've seen this week <sighs> i've seen a lot of good stuff this week man and i tweeted i tweeted that um it makes me happy to, like, 
see my friends get good news. I saw and that. like a couple of my homegirls called me this week with some really great news, like super good news. And so I was excited about that for them. Can't kind of divulge what it is, but I was super excited for them. Um, two of my homegirls actually. Um, now I was telling you a story about, you know what I'm saying, me and Danny. <laughs> so I was super excited about that. That was like, you know what I'm saying, Danny really trying to, you know what I'm saying, I'm like, put a ring on you. <laughs> Tiana who? <laughs> she trying to have me put a whole ring on that. Don't oblivion. But yeah, man, so I was just, it was that. Um, yeah, I just got super excited for my friends this week, bro. And it was, like, my homegirl. So, like, I got a couple close homegirls to me, probably, like, three or four. And and two of them are out of town, and they really hit me up with some good news. That just That's warmed, awesome. warmed up my heart, bro. That's awesome. Damn, this nigga turned in a new leaf. We thought you was the, the Grinch this whole time, and now his heart's growing three times Nah, man, I got, a, you, I got a soft spot for women. Even though most people think I'm, like, this womanizing, chauvinistic yeah. Like, evil ass, don't like woman ass niggas. Like, no, like, most of the people, I have close women in my life. Yeah. You know what I'm, I'm super close with my mom. And I got like homegirls that are like sisters that I beat a nigga ass for. Yeah. So when they happy, I'm happy. When they sad, I'm sad. Like, shit like that. So it's like, for women especially, I'm, I'm more prone to be tender towards women than I am men because I'm yeah. a man and I'm like a toxic man. Like, yeah, nah, yeah, I need to yeah. tighten up. Don't show you emotion. But when it's like women, I give them a pass. Like, yeah, you can be emotional. Y'all got fucking estrogen and shit, so. Got you. Yeah, so good news. Shout out to my homegirls. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to y'all. So you actually just brought one to mind for best thing I've seen this week, how life works out in funny ways and life comes full circle. So when you first moved to Florida, we've talked about this before. You used to be a fighting ass nigga. You try to fight with the football player, not with the football, like against the football players, but you would try to fight you said with it right. them. I saw a fight with well, the no, I'm I'm saying the the listeners would probably be mm-hmm. confused. So you didn't fight against the football players; you fought on their side with them, and that was to kind of gain respect and whatnot. I was I was always like Phil, why you why you fighting so much? And that was your thing. It was like it I wasn't just, that I was fighting; it was that Florida niggas is different. <laughs> so it was it was me getting adjusted to a culture that is just disrespectful. So I think nigga, no one was disrespecting you though. No, you was, it, it is. You, no, it is, bro. I'm gonna tell you why. Because yeah. it's disrespectful. Because in Florida, right, Florida culture as a whole is not friendly. Yeah. In Chicago, which is a more, I think, to a certain extent, in gang related areas, is more violent. But there's yeah. a level of respect, right? Mm-hmm. So it's you get down here and niggas be like, bro, you know who I am, bro. I don't give a fuck who you is. Yeah, or they, yeah. like they'll bump you and be like, bro, excuse you, like, bro, yeah. what? Like, or a step, like, all in your space, bump you, push you, and don't say nothing. And they expect, like, that's the norm down here. Like, a nigga bump you, and it ain't a big thing. Yeah. Like, no, bro, you bump me, like, at least say excuse you. Exactly. Like, where I'm from, if you bump me or you talk, you're not just not going to talk to me a certain way. Yeah. So, I, that is the adjustment. Like, to me, the culture is slightly disrespectful because it's like, bro, you know who I ain't. Like, it's almost elitist. Yeah. And no, that, I, and that shit rubs me the wrong way. I 100% will agree, but you saying that is going to make the listeners think that people were disrespecting you and that's why you were fighting. That was not the case as to why Phil was fighting. No, Had, sometimes. Did, did these situations occur to, towards Phil? Yes. Were people being disrespectful towards <laughs> Phil? Yes. But the situations Absolutely. that I was a part of when I seen you fighting, it was fights 
that had nothing to do. It was an A and B conversation. Phil was C. Phil had nothing to do with it. Phil was like, all right, I'm going to jump in so I could gain the respect of these A niggas. But I fought with them niggas. At the time, nobody knew you. you I knew like one or two of them. <laughs> no. I'm no. off new Timo. Okay, anyway, so it leads. It actually <laughs> leads to Timo because I, I never thought the football players would even be like, who? I never thought they would recognize Phil's attempt to gain their respect and jump in these fights. But you just posted these fight pictures the other day of you winning. And in the comments, who do I see? I see Timo like, yo, let's go, or whatever the fuck Timo said. And I'm like, all right, Phil. <laughs> it's all come full circle. <laughs> Phil came down to Florida fighting niggas to gain the respect of Florida uh, of football players. And then what does it take for me to finally see them respecting Phil? Him Her fighting. It, life is beautiful. <laughs> no, but I fought, I fought with Timo. I'd be, you know, I'd be listening to his music and supporting him. Yeah. And then, you know, Quez, my nigga. And he's a he's a quarterback, but yeah, geez. football niggas is different, bro. Yeah, sometimes you got to get dirty with them. Like it's like a team thing. So it's like it's almost like the way team sports and gang activity ties into each other is yeah, it's it's very closely related in terms of like understanding that I'm gonna go to war with you. You gotta have my back. If yeah, shit happens, like I'm gonna ride for you. So that's like the thinking that translates. So. Like, even when Timo was doing his whole, like, since he's been doing his rapper, should always post his shit when he posts yeah. stuff, like, shit like that. Yeah. And I seen a nigga out in public, and, like, last time I seen him, folks was like, bro, we, go, we going out tonight. <laughs> yeah. I need you to come with me. Next <laughs> thing I know, I'm in the club, like, yeah. four o'clock in the morning, he's like, why do you take me home? And I'm like, I got you, bro. <laughs> like, just. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But that's funny, man. Bro, honestly, I can't think of, like, three moments, but top two worst moments no i actually can think of three top three worst moments in my life one getting held back in fourth grade that shit was Nigga, fucking, you stupid <laughs> that shit was traumatic bro <laughs> the thing was because you know i went to henderson and i don't know what if you really know like exactly so henderson is a lab school so a lot of times they'll test stuff on that school first um that like happens in the private schools and then they'll be like all right this is what we're going to implement into the public schools Dang, yeah, test tubes. yeah exactly um but at henderson it wasn't abnormal for people to get held back there were a lot of people that got held back at that school like it was but they all black because i'm screaming racism nah, it's boca no, 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 no. It, they weren't all black all right. there there was another kid his shout out my nigga Derek moore um there was another nigga that got held back with me um, there were these two white girl twins that got held back with me. Another Hispanic nigga that got held back with me. I was always scared of niggas that like my. I was always fearful of getting held back, so I I, I like made sure I did well in school. Yes, yeah, because so. I knew what the niggas that got held back, but like them jokes one yeah. easy. And the thing is, I don't know if at other schools or in other situations, if getting held back is the school's choice or if it's the parent's choice but i remember overhearing the conversation it was over the summertime because in florida we have our standardized testing which i'm sure most states do we mm -hmm. have the fcat it's not called the fcat anymore um i don't know what it's called but i failed fcat writing i think it was and just throughout the school year, I wasn't the strongest student. So I remember overhearing the conversation with my mom and whatever teacher it was saying that I potentially should retake the fourth grade. And I remember when they told me, like, hey, you're going to get held back. You're retaking the fourth grade. Bro, I was fucking 
bawling crying like i because not even so much that like i felt stupid i just that like you said that's just embarrassing, embarrassing. embarrassing. Like, bro, and then i didn't bro, do enough to like go nigga, to grade. <laughs> that first day of school when everyone's like excited to see me because like we had a courtyard so everyone's like talking to me like zach um like we we ready to have class together and i didn't want to break the news to nobody so nobody really knew until the bell rang and it was time to get to class and i went back into the fourth grade class and now my new classmates were like why is this nigga in our class right now and i'm like bro this shit is fucking traumatizing so getting held back that's one not making the high school football team that was two bro i was furious when i didn't make that shit because it seemed like everyone that made the team was people that went to the over summer um like conditioning and whatnot Mm -hmm. gotta get in the coach's favor yeah exactly but i went to henderson which was in boca listeners y'all not gonna know like the locations and whatnot but boca it's on the school it's on fau campus my high school, it was like five minutes away from me. I lived 30 minutes away from where I went to elementary and middle school. And so I didn't know anybody at Park Vista, my high school. Um, so literally, like, my first day of class was, like, the first time I met the coaches, all that shit. I didn't know about the summer conditions and whatnot. So then I remember tryouts. Bro, I was killing the tryouts. Did everything perfectly. But Park Vista was also – and. Niggas that don't make the team, they always got a million and one excuses. But I feel like these are legitimate excuses. Parvista, at the time, it was one of the biggest schools in Florida. It was the second year that the school was, like, they just had built the school. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a brand new school. So it was the second year that it was around. Um, I killed it in tryouts. I remember there were even certain situations, because I was trying out for wide receiver, um, where certain situations where we get jammed off the line and they were like, you see how Zach's doing it? That's how y'all need to be doing it. I had that perfect release. Um, and then finally the the fucking paper with the teams came out, bro. I didn't make it. Not Ryan, even B team? JV, no. Didn't make it, bro. Tough. It was bro, it was so like literally every boy, every freshman effort every freshman boy that played sports tried out for the football team. And like for me, even though I stood out in the tryouts. I feel like it still wasn't enough. I had to be there for the conditioning, so that was tough. And then me not making uh, the basketball team my senior year. And, again, I feel like that was because I didn't go to the summer conditionings. But I got Caribbean-ass parents. They wanted me to have a job over the summer. Me not having a job over the summer wasn't, a, wasn't an option. So the varsity coach, he already didn't really like my attitude that much. Oh, and Jessica Singer, she she listens to the podcast. She's the she's the Eagles fan mm-hmm. that uh won the the Civ Pod giveaway that we did. Go Birds! Yeah, so I felt like Coach Smith never really liked me, um, but I remember when I didn't make the the team, I had talked to him about it. Him and the JV coach, and they were just like, yeah, they kind of felt like my attitude or whatever. Um, like they they were always trying to push me to be better, and I felt like I just never took that next step. So me not attending the summer conditionings and me never taking that next step uh, is why I didn't make the varsity team. So those were the top three worst moments, I feel like, in my life. I got kicked off of my team my sophomore year in football. For, for real? Yeah, because we, um, we was at an away game, and we started fighting. Against another team? Yeah. So how it happens is, you know, you go to away games, you sophomore and JV, so we all played before varsity played. 
And so um, after varsity play, you know, we go in the stands, we go kick it, try to get they women. We, you know what I'm saying? We put on our jerseys. Even if we lose, bro, it didn't matter. You put on your jerseys, you go walk on the home other other school side and, you know, try to get some girls. We end up getting to getting into a fight, bro. And it was a big ass fight, too. And um, so, of course, they break it up. We all get back on the bus. So we come back to the school, talk to the coaches. And they was like trying to. They didn't have video cameras at the time, so they didn't know who was involved. So if you got caught, it was you just got caught. And if you didn't get caught, you kind of lucked out. Yeah. So we fight. We brawling. Everybody rushed back to the bus. I didn't get caught fighting, but I got caught rushing back to the bus. <laughs> oh, God. And so when they called me, they was just like, well, who? we know you was fighting because you was running to the bus. And I'm like, man, I wasn't fighting. Yeah. And they wanted me to snitch on the homies. I wouldn't do it. So they kicked me off the football team. <laughs> That's, you know it, what's crazy? Was it just you that got kicked off or other people It's like maybe me and one other person. I got kicked off the football team, and then um, my junior year, I wasn't big enough to start, so I didn't get no tick my junior year. Really? No tick, bro. I might have been, been second string on JV. And, and so, at that time, you was playing corner? Mm-hmm. I was safety. I played I play receiver and returning my freshman year. Yeah. One year of that shit, dead. Hell no, bro. I got killed. Yeah killed i was like i'm never doing this shit again i went to defense i was like i'd rather hit a nigga bro and that's crazy to me like as someone when i did play uh, like pop warner and whatnot i could like hitting people scared me because i was always scared about like cracking my neck or whatever like i feel like me as an offensive player i could always kind of protect myself yeah there might be me coming over the middle and i might not see the hit coming but outside of that if i see the hit coming i could always avoid it or kind of protect myself whereas a defender just me i know they teach you to always keep your head keep up keep your head up yeah but Get me compressing chest. my spine or whatever that was my biggest fear and i i just tackling people that was scary to me nah bro i i when i did kick return my freshman year bro i Kick return team was so bad. Every time I caught the ball, I'd get gang tackled. And mind you, I'm 87 pounds yeah. my freshman year. It's a little dude. Yeah. So I'm getting up every fucking kickoff return, fucking getting grass on my face mask. Like they like, damn, he's great. As soon as I break a 10 yard run, I'm thinking I'm about to break one loose. Somebody come out, blow. Yeah. Put the blams on me. So I'm like, yeah, I can't do this. I, yeah. I thought I would rather hit somebody. <laughs> so that was like one of my major. Um, Disappointments was getting kicked off my sophomore team, not playing my junior year, but that was also my, one of my biggest motivations because I started my senior year. Another big disappointment was almost getting kicked out of school and college. Same shit with the niggas. They was in the room smoking weed. The one time I wasn't smoking weed, I was yeah. in there, and we got caught, and we all went to um we all went to judicial affairs. Yeah, and so I was the I was the only one that was like I told the lady I'm like yeah I wasn't smoking but I was in there so I'll accept what whatever punishment comes in there, like what everyone else said, they wasn't smoking. So you're on disciplinary probation. So being disciplinary probation my freshman year was like a disappointment. Oh, God. Yeah, actually, yeah, at FAU I was, and I always thought disciplinary probation, or no, I was on academic probation. Oh, That's what it was. stupid. <laughs> Bro, I am not as smart. So, Ray, you smart. What do you mean? No, listen. You ain't that dumb listen, to be on listen, dis- listen, academic listen. probation. Listen, kindergarten through eighth grade, again, Henderson, Henderson was a tough school. I struggled all through outside of kindergarten but like first grade through eighth grade i struggled then when i went to high school like an actual public school i was like oh this shit mad easy um 
I maybe took, but I didn't take like AP classes and I took general classes and I took maybe like a handful of honors classes, but high school was easy as fuck to me. Like all you had to do is your homework and you were straight. That's it, yeah. High school is easy. Then when I got I think to college co- is easy. Yeah. When I got to college, that's when I felt like that shit was kind of tough all over again. Um, and maybe it was just a scenery type thing. Cause again, kindergarten through eighth grade, that was on FAU campus. Maybe I felt too comfortable because my parents had worked there then when i went to fau both my parents had worked there maybe i just felt too comfortable maybe i needed that new scenery or whatever but yeah college that was tough to me and then when uh so undergrad struggled all throughout that and then grad school was a fucking joke that was the easiest shit in the world to me so i didn't i don't i wouldn't say i struggled in like undergrad i didn't apply myself as much because i was i was for the experience yeah so like my thought going into college was like i'm about to make sure these four years are the best Mm -hmm. four years of my life so like i did everything i was in hella clubs traveled partied hard and even still like i did well in school yeah like i probably could have did a lot better if i would have studied but i'd go through class and i'm like yeah fucking senior year I had an online class that I did three weeks, which was stupid, but I did an online class. I did a whole semester class in three weeks and got a B. Yeah. But applied myself, I would have got an A. So it was, like that for, um, it was like that for me for college. But my issue is I'm 99.999% sure that I have ADD. Like I, and I know a lot of people say this just like jokingly, but... I'm. I can guarantee you that I have ADD, and I've just never been diagnosed for it. I probably do too. I used to think I did too, bro. Actually, I think you might as well. But I be seeing and this. I talk to myself all the time. This is well before. uh, I think you might have ADHD. Um, but this is well before TikTok. I've always thought this. Um, I have friends that had ADD and ADHD, and I had a lot of the same issues as them focusing has always been an issue for me um and now that there is tiktok and i see like a lot of the um signs and and whatnot of add and adhd i'm 100 percent sure that i have add and again i have caribbean parents and they don't believe in that type of shit they don't believe in uh medicating your children and whatnot it's like nah y'all gonna figure this out so Again, I never got taken in to a doctor, and I'm sure I still could as an adult. But at this point, I'm like, why the fuck would I do that? So. I'm about to go get diagnosed so I can get some Ritalin, <laughs> get some drugs. Yeah, bit. facts, facts, facts. But we not, went off on a tangent. We really did. We really did. <laughs> we went off on a tangent. Is it the drinks? It, it it's might the Zach be. and Phil show. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it might be. But no, for real, I, I'm gonna see if there's like a online tests or like a, a like some kind of youtube shit that is like oh take this and you'll see if you have add because i guarantee you that i do if i don't got add i know i got a sex addiction <laughs> bro there <laughs> neither one of those things are correlated but i agree with you i am on this same page i'm like if i went to a therapist he'd be like mm, you're addicted to sex and i'd be like huh really <laughs> You yeah, don't say, Doc. I, I definitely can't get enough. But you be saying you get tired and shit. I def, I'm not on that wavelength at all. I never get tired. I mean, it's just the thought process. Like, I think about it every day. Like, I'm like, hmm, am I going to clap some cheeks today? Probably not, but yeah. I still think about it. Like, I'm not going to clap some. Let me look at something real quick. Even if I don't do shit with it, but let me just take a quick gander. Yeah. 
Nah, I'm. Worried. I was worse. I think getting older has helped, and like being in martial arts and focusing on other things and being tired definitely you helped. You think so? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I was being my me once a day. But I'm yeah, like and I've, two I've weeks said now. I've said before I have an addictive personality because I could be good, like not watching porn, not be my me nothing for like a minute, and then it's like as soon as me and Tatiana have sex. It's like just because I got that nut off, it's, it's just a like jump start, right? Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> next day I want to watch porn. The next day I want to watch porn. The next day I want to watch porn. It's like, oh no, I was doing so well. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it's tough, bro. We we the same person, different bodies, different brains. That's all it is. Um, but moving on. Uh, wait, did I say the best thing I've seen this week? I don't even think. I, I don't oh know. no, yeah, yeah, the Timo shit. Yeah, that that's what it was. Um, hey, shout out Timo. Make sure y'all cop his out. Make sure y'all cop his song. Timo44 on Instagram. That's yes, the homie. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I streaming. So you put it on there. I have also watched it. Dahmer. I haven't finished it. Oh, you haven't finished it. I'm in the mix. Shit. It's a shit, good, it's shit. good, but this nigga's weird. This yeah. nigga's wild. It just shows you how, like, the so far what I appreciate about the show is that it shows you how taboo. Like gay shit was, because mm-hmm. in the in the he was like, oh, he just get away with shit, because he was like, mm, we're just you know doing some, <laughs> doing gay, shit. some gay shit, and, and I'm the like, just Yo, like, all what? Right. All right, like they want no parts of that. <laughs> like I gotta go cleanse myself, because that was around the '90s when yeah. people thought like if you look at someone and you catch AIDS. Yeah, exactly. So that's like that was wild to see, and then I went and watched his actual interview, like on YouTube of yeah. the actual person. Um, it's yeah, you. He definitely got away with a lot of that shit because they were black victims. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, how how far are you? Because I don't want to six 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 okay. or seven. Not that I really remember the episodes, and it's not really a spoiler because I mean it's based on a true story. And if you kind of know the the Dahmer story, then you know. What I'm happens. right at the part where he um gets caught. Okay. Where the dude gets away. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I will say. Um, and this is not really a spoiler, but Niecy Nash, that's her name, right? The black, the neighbor mm-hmm. in real life. Her name's Niecy Nash, I think. Bro, she is mad annoying. Like, she's just super pushy in the show. And I, I'm also curious to know how much of the show is, like, actually factual. It seems like a lot of it, because I saw, like, the excerpts of, like, the court case scene. Yeah. With the victim's daughter, the phone call scene. Like, it seems like a lot of it, they try to do a good job of showing. Yeah. So I'm sure as far as the police's, uh, like, reactions, I guess, to, like, the calls and whatnot, I'm sure that's accurate. But it almost seems like Dahmer wasn't a good and, like you said, he's not a good and effective killer. It's just that the police were just, like, turning a fucking blind eye. Blind eye to it, yeah. Just didn't give a shit about anything that was going on. (laughs) Yeah, agree. And there's some, like, dialogue in there where I'm like, they definitely didn't say that shit back in the day. Like what? Like, when he's, like, when the the gay guy's talking to his mom, his mom, and she's like, oh, like, I don't know. It's just, like, the 90s. I'm like, you're not talking like that. The, the like gay. Being, which which guy though the, the deaf the, the deaf, deaf one? Gay okay. guy. I'm like yeah. right after that episode where they yeah. humanized him and yeah. then then he gets off yeah yeah and that's also the the difficult thing about this whole series and I know it has a lot of uh, pushback from people on social media and what a lot of the victims' families because yeah. they're like bro you just sensitizing like and re-traumatizing us yeah so my thing is they humanize Dahmer um, facts yeah. 
And there are times where I do catch myself like, damn, I kind of feel bad for this. But then I have to re- like remember, like, no, this nigga is a, a serial is killer a and a killer. cannibal. <laughs> yeah, a killer and a cannibal that didn't give the give a shit about other people's lives. And That's why you have to watch the interview on YouTube, his actual interview that he did in from prison in like 92 or 93, yeah. where he talks about like, no, I just did it. He's like, I was just sick. Yeah, and that's kind of, and you'll probably see this soon, but he, even in the show, he kind of recognizes that. Like, he knows what he's doing. Um, Fully aware. He wants to get the electric chair. Like, he wants to get killed. Um, he's just like, I kind of just have these urges, and it's easy to do. Like, there's, I'm not sick. I'm not crazy. I just... It's just it's easy, easy to do. Easy to kill that's what I want to do. It's easy to lure him back to my house yeah. and drug him and kill him. Yeah. But <laughs> the nigga is just so fucking nonchalant, bro. Like, I feel like that's how I'd be if I would. No, I wouldn't. But I'd like to think <laughs> that as a killer, I'd be like that nonchalant and just like. That's yeah, oh. easy to do. Yeah. And the f- you want to get the, some drinks? The fucking balls on this nigga, bro. Because it was like a couple of times where the cops might have been called on him. Or the cops might have showed up on his house, at his house, and he was like, oh, you can come in if you want to. And I mean, yeah, the nigga could have been bluffing, but it's like, no, that's really what he was doing. Like, no, you can come in if you want to. And if you find some shit, you find some shit. It's just, we're doing gay stuff. (laughs) Cops are like, oh, you're doing gay stuff? I'm not going in there and looking. Bro, exactly. (laughs) But it is a very good documentary. Um, It was also kind of funny because uh, I saw a meme going around. Um, about the Dahmer's dad in the show. They were like, stop letting this nigga have kids because he's also the same dad from Step Brothers. Um, and obviously in Step Brothers, he has an idiot son, which is the same with Dahmer in the show. But it is a very, it's a good, very show. good so uh, documentary. Or it's not a documentary. Docu-series. It's a, it's a, it's like, a right? show, yeah. yeah. Um, but next, I do kind of want to check out the... Uh, uh, Smile Wayne oh. Casey, what was his name? Not Dwayne Casey. Uh, John Wayne. John Gacy. John Wayne Casey. Yes, Dwayne Casey. Uh, yeah, that's I a ch- black coach, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it wasn't right as soon as I said John it. Wayne Gacy. Yeah, John Wayne Gacy. I want to check that shit out after. But um, you know what's funny to me? Because I've seen so many girls, Tatiana included, and this isn't a shot, saying how they don't want to watch the show because it kind of freaks them out. Or they just have whatever reason as to why they don't want to watch the show. But these are the same girls that are like so into true crime, true crime, <laughs> murder mystery, and all that stuff. So it's like, how come you love it up until when you have to actually see it and it's in your face? Like you love hearing about it, you love reading about it. Well, because it's fantasy. It all sounds good if but it's made why, up. Also, that's another thing. Like, what is it about girls that are so obsessed? With true crime and murder mystery. It's the fantasy, bro. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. My brain just can't fathom it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Because, I mean, it depends on the kind of true crime. Because a lot of time in true crime, it's men taking advantage of women, finding out ways to lure women and, you know, murder women. Whereas it's different in the... um, In in Dahmer's case, because he was attacking men, gay men. Yeah. But I just think it's that power dynamic. And I feel like for a lot of girls, it is kind of like a 
you're saying fantasy, but I feel like it is kind of like a sexual fantasy thing. Not in Tatiana's case. I feel like she's more so trying to protect well, herself. People have definitely been sexualizing the Dahmer joint. Yes, yes. And so you haven't gotten there yet. Again, it's not a spoiler, but he does start to get fan mail um, and sexual uh, mail. And to me, it's just like, there's so many horny niggas in this world. What about a serial killer? <laughs> is it that makes you want to throw the box at a serial killer that's in jail? And like they got the show on fucking TLC, Love After Lockup, where like it's the same shit. People fall in love with niggas in jail or girls in jail or whatever. And it's just it's crazy to me. It's that 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 uh. You want a bad boy? Yeah, that infatuation with dangerousness. I like, guess oh, he's dangerous. It's just, just it's crazy to me. It don't make sense to me. Um, anything else you've been streaming? Nah, that's pretty much been about it. Okay. Um, another thing that I watched over this past week with Tatiana, um, Black Box, and honestly, the I wine. love Black Box. Oh, you watched it? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> bro, you a fucking <laughs> you a fucking idiot, bro. Um, <laughs> what I was gonna say is the wine is starting to hit. So honestly, I can't even remember what the fuck the Black Box was about. <laughs> But it was a good movie. Um, it's on it's on Prime Video. So if you've not seen it, go ahead and watch it. Um, next, we have music. A lot of yes, sir. A lot music, of music dropped today. A lot of new music dropped today. So I'll start with YG. Four hundred. Um, yeah. So Phil, you actually the one that put me on YG. I remember the first time you played him for me. Obviously, I knew the song "Tooted and Booted," but whatever you played, I was like, oh, he, I he whatever. Girl to that mixtape. I'll never forget. Really? Yeah, bro. Yeah. She was uh, like, oh, my God, I love this mixtape after we had sex. So then uh, it was up until My Crazy Life came out when I was like, oh, this nigga actually super nice. But um, today he dropped an album, and I'm trying to pull it up right now. It's called I Got Issues. It's decent. Um, I'll need to play it a couple of more times. It's not My Crazy Life or anything like that, but I do fuck with it. Um then we also have Kid Cudi. Listen to a couple of tracks off of that. Yep, Kid Cudi dropped Intergalactic. It's good. It's very, um, it seems vintage Cudi. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of, here I am. Oh, yeah. num, 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 yeah. me, oh. <laughs> so it's like super down. Yeah, yeah, Um, And it's like super spacey. There's a couple of tracks I didn't like, um, like the one with um, Ty Dallas. I don't think I like. Oh, really? Nah, See, I haven't like, gotten there yet, but I was looking forward to that track because I really fuck with Ty. I think it's the one with two chains. The one, well, no, it's the one with two chains. It's the one with, um, yeah, can't shake it with Ty Dallas. But other than that, like, I think it's a great album. Okay, super good. And then uh, Gangsta Gibbs, Freddie Gibbs dropped. Um, Wait, hold on, before you even get to Freddie Gibbs, so I saw that Kid Cudi. There was a movie that dropped or something on Netflix. Intergalactic. That, yeah. So this is the soundtrack for that. Got you. So what is the, is it a movie? Is it a series? I think it's a animated show or a movie. Okay. Got you. Got you. So I got to check that out. And I'm assuming all, most of these songs are probably within the show. Yeah. They're movie. super spacious songs. Like it's very, it gives me like satellite flight makes with man on the moon. Okay. So like those, like man on the moon one vibes. Got you. And I fuck with man on the moon. Yeah. It's a good, I like it. Like you can turn it on and just zone out. bro. It's good. Mm-hmm. But Freddie Gibbs, you could go ahead and talk about Soul him. Soul sold separately. It's a banger. 
That's what it's called, sold separately. Sold, sold separately. Uh, sold, sold separately. Production, flawless. Who, who is a the, lot of motherfuckers? Okay. Boy Wonder, Alchemist, DJ Paul from okay, Three Six Mafia. Ask if Alchemist was on it. I Bro, know how much it's you love Alchemist. so much production, but the album in general: Anderson Pac features, Pusha T features, Music Soul Child, Scarface, Moneybag Yo, Officer. Like that Pusha feature. I, I was gonna say that's probably your favorite that song. That Pusha feature <laughs> is Creme de la Creme. Yeah. It's Push on a Coke song. Yeah. With great production. And is the Moneybag Yo song anything? Moneybag Yo song fire. He really? snapped. He snapped. Okay. I'll give him I'll give him his due. He snapped. Moneybag Yo snapped. Moneybag or? Yo snapped. Okay. Like he might have had the best verse. Really? Yeah. Over push. Over, no, over um Freddie. Because it's just oh, pushing on that song. On that album, yeah. I thought you meant no, wait, no, it, on the album or on the song? On the song, it's oh, Freddie okay. and Moneybag. Nigga, push got the verse. <laughs> push, push got the best. This verse. This nigga drunk as shit. You saying money bag yo had the best verse on that song? On that song with okay. Freddie. All and right. Push probably had the like push verse is my favorite verse on the album just because okay. the beat with his verse is amazing. Got you. But the album in itself is really really good. It would be it's a contender for top five this year drop because the production is that good. Really, lyrics is that good and cohesiveness is good. It's just. It's because it's like mainstream Gibbs. Yeah. But the album is like a mix of like old 3-6 Mafia, old Do or Die, old Bone Thugs and Harmony. Like you just hear the retro influence yeah. of like that. I don't know how to. It's like that style of like. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, It's good. And I've listened to it twice so far. Okay. So I haven't watched any reactions on it yet to appreciate it a little bit more, but I like it. It's good. Got you, got you, got you. Didn't disappoint. And then there was something else that I saw that I wanted to check out. But now I forget what it was. Oh, Tory Lanez dropped something too, but. I don't really listen to Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez after he shot Meg, I kind of. And I'm not in cancel culture, (laughs) but I just stopped listening to it. I've just never been a big Tory guy. He makes good music. He makes good songs, but I just never checked out his discography. But um, R&B, I feel like the last couple of months has been a little bit, la- or last couple of weeks at least, has been a little bit lacking. Um, and also with music and lacking, bro, you, you were supposed to have this Discord playlist channel popping, and you haven't come out with no playlist. In a week. I've actually, I'm working on an alternative playlist. Okay. And I'm still working, but I got some hot shit on there. Okay. I got an alternative playlist with like um, Californication. Got some red hot chili peppers on there. Got some go go dolls. It's just finding the other right songs and putting them. Not go go. Go 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 whatever. But I got an alternative playlist I'm working of, on. Uh, and I'm gonna do an eighties rock playlist that I fuck with. Speaking of alternative, because all black people fuck with Paramore. Uh they I'll just hold that thought I gotta pee. All right. Well, I'll, I'll hold it down. Uh Paramore. They just came out with it. This <laughs> and nigga forgot to take off the fucking headphones. But anyways, um, black people, it seems like, I, I thought I was alone on this, but black people, we definitely fuck with Paramore. Um, Haley, or whatever her name is, um, no disrespect, she and her group, Paramore, came out with a single this week. Paramore also is coming out with a new album in February 2023, so I'm actually very, very excited to hear it. And black people, we just, we, we fuck with rock on the low. I know a lot of people, they like, no, we only listen to hip-hop here and there, but there's everyone has that one, two, or three rock songs that they can sing pretty much 
word for word, word for word. And Paramore, that's that's on a couple of people's lists. So shout out to Paramore, shout out to Haley um, for coming out with that new song. But moving on from music, we have sports. And we're early in the week, but as far as sports go, last night we had Thursday night football. Um, we had the Dolphins. We had the Dolphins play the Bengals, and Phil actually was the only one that won the prediction for this week. Um, he predicted that the Bengals won. But why did I predict that they won, though? I don't feel like that was a fair assessment. That so was a you, fair assessment, you, bro. So you said because Tua was I le- concussed. I legit said I'm picking the Bengals because Tua is concussed. And what happens? He ended up getting, getting knocked second. out in the game. But I feel like your thought process was he was concussed, so he's going to have an off game. He, I don't he think, was concussed as in he shouldn't have been playing. Yeah, but you thought he was going to get concussed again? No, I just thought he shouldn't have been playing. Okay, but I'm saying for when he was in there, outside of that one severe overthrow, he played decent. Yeah, he was playing well, but my point was you concuss, anything can happen. Yeah. And so... When we did our pickums, that was my reason. I'm like, well, I'm gonna pick the Bengals because I just didn't think Tua would play well because he was concussed. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. So I don't need a doctor to tell me that he, he wasn't concussed last week because I've seen a lot of niggas get knocked out and freeze up like that. Yeah. So I think a lot of times when when you see a player get knocked out like that, there's no reaction. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But even before we get to the concussion, mm-hmm. let's talk about while Tua was in the game. And I, I wanna I do wanna address some of the overthrows. We kinda talked about it on earlier podcasts. But do you think there and they alluded to a little bit in the game, do you think there will be some eventual frustration from Ty or actually I don't think it was in the game. I think I've seen it on social media. But do you think there will be frustration from Tyreek Hill um not being able to get these deep balls paused that he once got from uh, Patrick Mahomes. There w- there may be some frustration, but at the same time, he won't be able to express it because when he got traded to Dolphins, he said that two is the most accurate pass he's ever played with. Yeah. So we know Mahomes can throw a 70. Yeah. We And we know Tua got a weak arm. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of Tyreek plays was big bombs, but it was also like just give me the ball, three-step drop, yeah. and I'll take the rest. Yeah, so I don't and, think that pays too much di- like too much dividends because they both are playing really well already. Yeah, to start the year. I think Mike McDaniel's is a great pr- uh, play caller. I yeah. don't know if, as the head coach, I don't know if he's the one calling the offensive plays. Um, I mean, he was an offensive coordinator, or if the new offensive coordinator is the one that's coming up with them. Um, but I do think he does a great job of scheming. I like the um, designs and their motions. 100%. Mm-hmm. So I think he does a good job of playing to, to his strengths. Um, I feel like any quarterback that he had, he'd be able to play to their strengths. And I think the deep balls that we've seen, um, it's been to a kind of being patient in the pocket and taking those shots where he could have had like the low check down here and there. But um, I don't know. I, I, I do think eventually there will be a little bit of frustration from Tyreek Hill. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Tyreek Hill doesn't seem like that kind of receiver. Like he jokes around a lot. He has fun. But I don't know if we'll see like that turmoil, like and no disrespect to T.O., but like 
kind of a blow up that a T.O. has had, like a Randy Moss has had. I don't I don't know if we'll see that type of blow up or anything like that. And I also think in that instance where he underthrew about like a bunch of yards, you just got to get the ball out quicker. Yeah. It's the fact that he held it too long. Yeah. You can't throw it. Just throw that bitch up quick. Yeah. And let him get under it. But, um, yeah, man. And But getting back to the concussion, um, I've seen people get knocked out like that in person. Wait, hold on. Sorry, I don't want to keep cutting you off from the concussion. Yeah. I had one more question as far as the deep ball. Is that something that he can develop? Because no. I feel like a deep ball thing. I don't. I feel like that's not a strength thing. I feel like that's more of a technique thing. No, it's a, it's a. I think it's a technique and street. You just gotta be able to throw it. Yeah, he's never thrown a good deep ball. Really, and that's cool because Drew Brees don't got a well, good yeah, deep yeah. ball. Like Tom Brady, yeah, has a decent. Like it's, mm-hmm. a, it's not the greatest, but yeah, I don't think he can develop it. Jalen Hurts gets criticism for it yeah. too, but I mean he got a decent deep ball pass. All right, sorry. Continue with the concussion. Oh no, that was I just think that um I was saying, have you ever seen a person get knocked out? Well I remember years ago, I think Javid Best was his name, the Cal running back. I remember there was a play where he ran and he ran and dove into the end zone and then ends up getting concussed and his arms were fucking stiff like this. And I mean I've watched UFC fights and whatnot. So I mean I feel like for Luke, who was kind of thrown off by it, not to say that was his first time, but I think Luke was a little shocked by it, but I, I was in the same boat as you. Like, I, I've seen people get knocked out before, and then their bodies kind of get you that rigor mortis. Yeah, yeah. So that wasn't anything new to me. Um, he was kind of speculating, and I'm sure there's other people that have speculated, will this be career-ending? I absolutely no. do not think so. But of course... Absolutely not. <laughs> of course, if he continues to get this head trauma um whether that's the dolphins rushing him back or even after he's taken his time off comes back and gets this head trauma like it could eventually be a yeah but ending i said i think it'd be four to six weeks eight weeks max right um if you watch combats contact sports boxing ufc particularly you've seen niggas get locked out like that you've seen him freeze up I had a buddy in high school that got knocked out like that. Yeah. Like, hit his head off the back of the concrete, hands gripped up. He froze up and started seizing. Yeah. Got, woke up and was in fourth period. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah. Like, seeing that in person. So, I was like, all right. It, it, the problem is it just looks bad because it's on national TV and it's a standalone game. So, now it's all eyes on the NFL. Um, but, yeah, man, like I, like I said from the start, like, I, he was concussed last week, bro. If you wobble... You knocked out. Like, you probably shouldn't have been in the game. Yeah. Um, and I'm interested to see what happens from an investigative standpoint. Because, again, he got cleared by he got cleared by a Dolphins doctor, but also a third-party doctor, an independent doctor. Yeah. All week. So now, let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean... It, it always looks we'll, worse. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see what happens. Um, I think you said it. Sorry, I was trying to pull up this video to make sure I was right about Javid Best. Um, but you said that the NFL will be conducting some kind of investigation. Well, the NFL or PA. the NFL, yeah, Players Association. Yeah, sorry. well, they had already started an investigation. Mm-hmm. So initially, they were gonna get their statements on Friday yeah. after the game. Yeah. So what what hurt them is that he looked like he was concu- concussed Sunday, and it's a short turnaround. So they played on Thursday night. He gets knocked out again, and then he seizes up like that. Like he mm-hmm. freezes up and seizes up. Um, that was though, I've seen people freeze up before, but that was the first time where I like, 
the individual fingers because usually I've seen like their their yeah. fists be enclosed or whatever. But his his fingers, like again, it looked like he had arthritis or rigor mortis. Think about it; you freeze up how you in that moment, right? Yeah, because when when it first happened, did you think that it was like he he was frozen up from a concussion? Yeah. When it very first when happened, when he got hit like that, and he froze up. Yeah, oh, when it very first happened, I was like, oh, did he dislocate his fingers remember, or something like that? No, I thought it was a concussion. Remember, I told you two weeks ago when I was yeah. at that fight. And the nigga got kicked in his head and yeah. he knocked out before he hit the ground. Yeah. That nigga was on the ground like this, bro. Mm-hmm. Stuck for two minutes. Out yeah. cold. Yeah. Like I said, initially I thought it, he he injured it, like dislocated some fingers or something like that. And I don't know if you agree or disagreed. I said it on Discord. Like to me, the crazy part was it didn't even look like his head hit the ground when he got flung to the ground. It didn't look like his head hit the ground that hard. It hit, but the thing is, if you having healed from a cut yeah, cause it don't sitting, take yeah, much yeah, yeah. it don't take much exactly um, and he's already fragile mm-hmm. like yeah. keeping it a buck like yeah. it is what it is he's already like he already he's he's been injury prone since bama yeah so so they're like oh the dolphins failed him and i'm just like eh, it's, it goes both ways yeah it's you accept the responsibility because you're trying to get the back because you plan for a contract mm-hmm. and common sense would tell you he was he had a concussion last week and, you yeah. and he probably should have been out there so i think both parties are at fault um and again they did an independent they had an independent doctor approved yeah. like so but again i don't really trust nfl independent doctors either because it's big business yeah they'll be like it's an independent doctor but at the same time like let him play the cool doctor that punctured What's the Chargers' backup quarterback last year? Or he was going to be the starter. Remember the black quarterback that got his lung punctured? Oh, 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 oh. Shit. And now they're saying that... Uh, I can't think of his name. He's from, suing. He's suing for that. Yeah. Now the starting quarterback, they were like, hopefully he doesn't go to the same quarterback. Bro, I'm dumb. The, the wine definitely hit. I can't think of fucking names right now. Don't, isn't he playing right now? Wasn't he the backup? So the black dude, he was going to be, I think, the starter. And then because of the whole puncture lung thing, I mean, he lost his starting job. And now it's a, bro, I feel like an idiot because he's a good-ass quarterback for the Chargers, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert was the starter, or the backup. And then the black dude. What's his name? No. I can't think of it. Here. I'll I'll figure it out. We got to find this now. I don't know, man. Lung puncture NFL. I'm just Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor, yeah. yeah Tyrod Taylor. Um, so yeah. Outside of that, I mean, it was pretty boring of a game. I ended up getting no points from Jalen Waddle. But Eagles, how you feeling about the Eagles right now? Best team in the NFL? We're the only unbeaten team left. That's true, but do you feel like you're the best team in the NFL? I think we're top three. It's best to say hard because it's a level of competition. Yeah. I think we've played some decent teams, but not great teams. Mm-hmm. I think Jacksonville is going to be our toughest test. You think and, so? Yeah, because we're missing Avante Maddox. He's our best slot corner, and Christian Kirk plays out the slot a lot. Yeah. And Boston Scott's down, and we could have – it's Doug Peterson's return to Philly, but it's also going to be crazy weather. And right now, Jacksonville is really good against the run. It's also – what's his face as return to Jacksonville? 
Or Dougie, is Dougie to P's return to Eagles? No, the backup quarterback was the, the Trevor Lawrence. No, the Ooh. white the white boy that the Jags used Gardner to Gardner Mitchell. Yeah, that nigga not getting no tick, bro. I'm not thinking about that nigga. What? <laughs> no, it's it's more so Jacksonville's really good against the run, and yeah. it's gonna be it's projected to be bad weather. Yeah, so a lot of rain. Um, but yeah, we're good, bro. Like we real. Jalen Hurts just won offensive NFC Offensive Player of the uh, Month. We've had three players earn um, Player of the Week honors. I told y'all niggas we was gonna be nice. You did, you, but you say this every year. But no, I didn't. Listen, listen, no, listen. No, 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 no. I don't. I'm pretty. I tend to think I'm pretty fair when it comes to the Eagles because the only thing I care about. I told y'all last year we was gonna suck. That we was gonna make it to the playoffs, and y'all thought I was wild. I was you like, said you thought y'all was going to suck? No, I said last year we was going to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. no, y'all not. I was like, we're going to be first or second in the division. Y'all yeah. like, that nigga's going to be trash. Yeah, I'm we, like, watch. Exactly. We try to laugh you out the building, but I feel like every year you think you're going to be top no, of the division. No, if we going to suck, I'll say make we'll it, suck. Make it, make it to the playoffs. But listen, I have not been on the uh, Jalen Hurts hate train, but I've been skeptical of Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. But I think if he has, even though the Jags, I'm still not sold on them, but if he has another good game, it doesn't need to be great. It doesn't need to be fantastic. Just another good game, I think Jalen Hurts will convince me otherwise. Because right now I'm on the fence of Jalen Hurts. Is he good? I'm not sure if I'm truly a believer yet. Bro, he's good. The problem is we didn't have the – A.J. Brown helps a lot because last year we was doing the Jalen Rager. I agree. And I I told y'all this last year. I'm like, bro – He's made great passes mm-hmm. that have been dropped yeah. in the end zone. They get called back. So I think he's good. I think he's on like that um, Donovan McNabb Magna- trajectory. You know how Donovan McNabb wasn't like the best quarterback, but he was always like top five. Yeah. Like he was good enough to compete and make you good every year. I yeah. think that's Jalen Hurts. And I think Jalen Hurts is a better leader than Donovan McNabb. And I think that's what kind of helps him is that he's a great leader. He's a hard worker. Yeah. And the team like just fucks with him. And we got hella talent. Like, we so talented across the board. And if the Saints, we got the Saints first-round pick next year, and they look like they're going to be buns this year. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah, so you predict uh, predicting a, a win for the Jags this, or, I mean, for the Eagles this week? Yeah, I think we'll win by seven. It's going to be a hard game, but I think we'll win by seven. See, I know the Jags – Two and one right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they two and one right now. Shout they, out my boy Eric. Shout out Drew from the Dun and Drew yeah. podcast. Y'all hyping up the J- <laughs> y'all. I don't definitely- think so, bro. The Jags. Dougie Peterson. Doug Peterson is a great coach. Oh, I, I'm not disagreeing and with the, is it, and they got great talent. Think about how many first round draft picks they got because they was trash so many years. Yeah, and all them niggas is playing well. Yeah. I don't know. That offense is still a little shaky to me. I don't think they'll... James Robinson is playing well. Trevor Lawrence is hooping right now. Yeah. They don't really have crazy wide receiver core, but Christian Kirk is playing well. He's he's doing all right. Yeah. He's got like 70, 80 yards a game. Their defensive line is killing it right now. Yeah, their, their defense, Lloyd I think... is killing it at linebacker I, I right now. I think the Jags have a, a pretty good defense right now. Their offense is where I'm a little confused. James Robinson is a good running back, but the receivers... He's better I think, than ETN, in my in my yeah, yeah, opinion. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I agree. I agree. ETN is still trying to figure it. I mean, he was out all last season. He's still trying to figure it out and whatnot. But um, no, nah, I definitely think that, bro, I, I'll give y'all 13 points on, on the Jags. It's going to be a tough test because Peterson is motivated to beat us. Yeah. Because we ousted him. And so is Gardner. 
Um, but Bucks, we play the Kansas City Chiefs this week. I think we're playing in Tampa. I know initially it was kind of, uh, are we going to play in Tampa? Are we going to play in Minnesota? Just because of the hurricane and everything, but I'm pretty sure they're still playing in Tampa. Um, but Mike Evans should be returning from suspension. Um, Russell Gage is still figuring it out. I'm not sure what's happening with uh, with who? Chris Godwin. Um, I think they're still trying to figure out if he's going to be able to play. I think he's questionable now. Um, but our offense right now has just been stagnant. I feel like injuries has been a big part, so it would be nice to have people back. Um, so let's do our picks. Hold on. Before before we do our picks, and we, we don't do that on the pod anymore. We don't? You, you and AJ didn't want us to do it this early, right? I thought we were doing it on Saturdays oh, now. you're right. That's facts. I wanted to ask you, oh, yeah? what's your, like, earliest sports moment as far as, like, early sports moment memory as far as, like, your professional teams go? Not, like, you playing a sport, but you, like, following a team. So the Eagles. Um, so the earliest memories from the Eagles I can remember was. But not even the Eagles. I mean, I know you're, LeBron's your favorite player. You don't truly have a favorite NBA but I was team. A, I was but an Eagles fan before I was a LeBron fan. Yeah. Um, probably I can remember McNabb watching him scramble for like that 13 seconds, I think it was. Okay. Or that game where Freddie Mitchell caught three touchdowns and thanked his hands after the press oh, conference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Freddie Mitchell game where he yeah. thanked his hands. So that's probably like my earliest. Have you ever been to an Eagles game? Because I won't go unless I go in Philly. I want my first okay. game to be in Philly. Got you. That's so fair. I'm hoping that's to plan that after, you know, next year. We, Danny has a Brian Dawkins jersey. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I think I might get a Slate jersey. Maybe Wait, she has a Brian Dawkins jersey? Or yeah, because I brought a Brian Dawkins jersey. I brought a Brian Dawkins jersey off You Depop. have one too, though. It's his autograph, yeah. so I'm never wearing it. Got you. I brought one for myself off Depop, but it was like yeah. a woman's medium. But they didn't say that. So it just <laughs> said medium. I'm like, oh, yeah. shit, a dog jersey. I get that shit as little as hell. Wait, who do you like more, Dawkins or uh, McNabb? Dawkins is my favorite player of all okay. time. I play all defense. Right. Got you, got you, got you. Um, I wore 20 my sophomore year because of Dawkins. For me, earliest memories definitely in the Orange Bowl with Justin, with his dad, us being hot as shit in the crowd, Miami versus Florida State. It's a classic game. Um, It was one of the, I think, wide right games. Jeremy Shockey had like a game-winning touchdown or some shit like that. So that's one of my earliest memories. All my early memories are like Kane's games and whatnot. And, of course, us winning the national championship. So I'm blessed. I've seen all my teams in my lifetime win a national championship. It's just me too. Now the Canes fucking suck, bro. And th- that's the one that I care the most about. But Canes I seen win it in 01. Bucks I seen win it in 0203. Lakers I seen them win it several times. Chelsea I seen it win several times. I was a big fan of that uh I was rooting for that Bucks team. Wait, you've never seen the Eagles win a Super Bowl? Are you stupid? Oh wait, seventeen. Yeah, I am. My fault. My fault. My fault. Like I'm My fault. My fault. My fault. My fault. My fault. Yeah, of course. I was like, I've seen the Eagles win. I've seen the White Sox win the World Series. Um, seen LeBron win. Seen Shaq win. Seen D Wade win. The only person I didn't see win was Allen Iverson. But, um, yeah, man. I've seen, I've seen, I've, my only real team is the Eagles. For real. Yeah. 
and I've seen him win. So that was like the icing on the cake for me. I got you, got you. Anything else sports-wise that you want to discuss? NFL, college? I mean, I'm sure NFL is really the only thing you want to discuss. Nah, man, it's, it's NFL season, so you know yeah. where mine's at. Got you. Anyone that you've seen that's early MVP defensive player, you think Slay could be – because corners, I feel like, really don't ever get defensive they, player. No, he won't. I think he – right now he's all-team, all-pro. Yeah. Like um, oh, also, we didn't discuss this, but you saw that they're doing away with the Pro Bowl. Yeah. I'm good. I I like the skills competition. They mm-hmm. need to bring them back. Those, those are fun. Yeah. And then with social media and how you mic up players, like yeah. you can make a real show out of that. Pro Bowl is useless. Yeah. Because they don't do shit. They don't even tackle no more. Nah. Like, it's boring. I haven't watched Pro Bowl in like six years. Yeah, same. Same, same, same. But I watch the skills competition. I watch that for sure. Yeah. You think Josh Allen MVP? No. I got Hurts early MVP. Okay. Right Jalen Hurts. I'm not I got Hurts and Jackson. Oh, yeah, 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 Lamar. Lamar been hooping. Give me Lamar. Pay that man. But I got hurts because we undefeated so far. Yeah. Depends yeah. on how we finish. I mean, we got our two tougher games coming up. So we got, I think Jacksonville's going to be a tough game. I feel game. like Jacksonville. Jacksonville's going to be a tough game, bro. You, Dougie Peterson is coming back to Philadelphia. I feel like That alone is going to make it tough. I feel like, not to say it's a cakewalk because it's NFL. Anything can happen. It's not college. But I think y'all will be in control for majority of the game. I don't know, bro. It's just something about revenge games. You know what I mean? Doug Peterson's coming back to the Eagles. He's going to get a standing ovation. Like, his Bro, players, it's Philadelphia. Fucking Philly fans are not giving this man a standing ovation. You are wild. He brought us the only championship. What, what happened with him? Did he get fired? or? Yeah, Well, we let him go, but... but I guarantee. What do you want to bet he gets a standing ovation? Okay, we'll he'll see. get booed after the standing ovation yeah. and when the game starts. But he's get, bro. He brought us our only Super Bowl. He has a statue outside the stadium. He's getting oh, a standing he? ovation. Yes, I didn't Nick, know him. The uh, Philly special call. Him and Nick Foles have a statue outside uh-huh. the stadium, bro. That <laughs> I would be high if my fucking statues outside my stadium. That's like if the fucking Lakers statue outside the stadium was like fucking. Sasha Vujacic or some shit like that. No, he brought us our first. I get that, but that's still a gross-ass statue to have. That's not a gross. The first one, the Philly special call, that's a great statue, bro. He's going to stand an ovation. I guess. I don't. What do you bet? I'll be shocked. Why? What do you bet? Because it's Philadelphia. Those fans are. No, 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 no. Before you say that, Philadelphia goes hard for niggas that do well in Philadelphia. Yes, but he is not in Philadelphia anymore. But how he left was not his fault. I get that. So it's not like he was like, I want to leave Philly. He was like, I want more control because I want a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And man, and Harry Roseman was like, hell no. Yeah. So they left. So it's not like he wanted to leave, yeah. which is why he's going to get love. Yeah. Because I'm not saying he'll get booed. I'm just going to be shocked I'm telling if he you now, gets bro. a standing he is ovation. He's going to get a huge standing ovation. I will he see. delivered a Super Bowl. He's going to. It's going to be wild. What you bet? I mean, we also don't even know if, like, the TV broadcast will, like, show it. They're going to show it. All right. They'll show it. We'll see. I mean, I'm not betting anything because I'm not allowed to bet, but I'll be I'll be shocked. I'll say that. And I'll, I'll, give, I'll say I'll admit I'm wrong. I'm not like Luke who will fight to the death of not being right. I know the Pulse of Eagles fans, bro. Trust me. All right. We'll see. He'll we'll get see. booed when the game starts. But once they introduce him, stand and know. They're probably going to do a video for him and everything. We'll see. All right. 
Alright, but it's been another episode of Save for the Pod, episode number 83. Phil, hit the drop. Peace.